This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful morning that you've given us, Lord. Thank you, Abba. We all come together to celebrate, to rejoice, to dance, to give thanks, to testify, to lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you're here in our midst, ministering to us. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the joy that we experience here. You know, the safety that we feel when you're in your presence. Confidence that we, that we have when we are near you. Thank you, Lord. Today, as we spend some time before you, Lord, together as a church, speak to us. Speak over us, we pray. Speak over us. Change us. Change us. Change us. Speak over us. Minister to your people. Let every heart be receptive. Every year here clearly this morning, the voice of God. May lives be changed. May lives be changed. May lives be changed. Today may our lives be changed. By the power of your word. Thank you, Pa. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Are you excited? Are you excited to be in the presence of God? Are you excited to be in the presence of God? Hallelujah. Are you excited, Dr. Beulah? You're excited? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Let's read that scripture together. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Hallelujah. I would like to read the same passage, maybe the first uh, two or three verses from the Amplified Bible. Yeah. Do we have it on the screen? Yes, we have it. All right. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight. Take pleasure in Him. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. Woo. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures your, the heart, 
that peace which transcends all understanding that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours love it hallelujah well, last week we were looking at that first that fourth verse verse 4 rejoice in the lord always say always, always. and I, again i will say rejoice i want to spend a little more time on that verse rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice say rejoice rejoice get used to the word rejoice keep reminding yourself rejoice good to see you dr deepthi back back in the house of god so what what do you mean by rejoice we just read the amplified bible so that you will get a clear perspective of this word okay you i want all of you to flow with me today understand the word rejoice to rejoice means to delight say delight To rejoice in the Lord means to delight in the Lord and to take pleasure in the Lord say take pleasure. You know I want I want you all to do yourself a favor this this season that you are in. Do yourself a, a favor this season. Undergo a, a major overhaul of your mindset. allow yourself to undergo a repair of your mindset a, a fixing of your attitude your perspectives this year and we are at the start of the year we just this is a um this is the second sunday of the year uh, i mean, i think it's a right time to establish the mood of the year to set the tone of the year you are at the beginning of the year set the tone say set the tone set the tone the mood say establish the mood how much do you love the lord we ended the year with that with that question we are considering the the life of the the sinner woman we sang that song today the alabaster box the sinner woman who wanted to come and worship jesus i pour out all my worship i pour out all my worship on you how much do you love the lord how much do you love the lord is see your delight the instruction is to rejoice in the lord meaning delight in the lord take pleasure in the lord is jesus your delight is jesus your delight are you delighted by jesus you all know what is delight to delight to be delighted in something is Jesus your delight so do do yourself a favor check your worship check your worship do a a close analysis a careful analysis of your 
disposition as pastor win would say your disposition your inclinations closely analyze your inclinations as you as you have stepped into this new year closely introspect where's your delight who gets the attention who gets the preference in your life what gets the preference in your life take pleasure in the lord what do you mean by pleasure to take pleasure in something to derive satisfaction that's what it means to take pleasure means to derive satisfaction give me another word for that to take pleasure to derive satisfaction we all like this the next word that i would like to hear from you ah huh? contentment what did you say little complete complete okay to delight means to a word that starts with the letter e ah that's the word as say it loud that's right say enjoy do you enjoy the lord rejoice in the lord means enjoy jesus not a very popular doctrine enjoy jesus Paul enjoy Jesus. Again, enjoy Jesus. Huh? May he brighten up your day because he's the one who brightens up your day. Is brighter than the the noonday sun. What gives you enjoyment? Say enjoyment. What gives you enjoyment? little children krissi what gives you enjoyment is it jesus is it really jesus no the it's very easy for us to say jesus because that's the right answer for every question in the church especially on a sunday morning and the pastor is asking those indifferent answers jesus what is your enjoyment what's your delight what gives you satisfaction what gratifies you worship worshiping jesus today we have a lot of things to be gratified by what satisfies you jesus or the world here it says rejoice in the lord meaning delight in the lord when always you know we are so used to restricting the delighting in the lord part to a sunday morning when we sing those songs god's great dance floor becomes on when ben and hannah leading worship on a sunday morning what about the rest of the week what about the rest of the week which floor flow are you dancing on which floor are you dancing to which tune are you dancing 
on on sunday you dance to god's great dance floor i'm alive i come alive help me with the lyrics i come alive i feel alive i am alive on god's great dance floor sunday morning 11 am what about sunday night what about monday morning now let's keep it close to the weekend friday evening delight in the lord always not just on sundays always take pleasure in jesus enjoy jesus not only when you are in the church always now we must paraphrase some of these verses so that we will understand what it is the, the scripture says enjoy jesus always so when you say rejoice in the lord some of you don't even use the word rejoice quite often it's like a it's become a very strange word in english nowadays it simply means to enjoy jesus enjoy jesus you got to enjoy jesus you got to enjoy his company you got to enjoy his presence you got to enjoy his nearness you got to enjoy listening to him and speaking to him and walking with him is it possible is it possible the one question that we must give periodic consideration as we live this earthly life is this you know what it is am i becoming more eternal in my perspective or am i becoming more temporal in my perspective as the days go by is my inclination towards eternal things or is my inclination towards temporal things you must give this a, a close consideration every now and then every now and then you can set a reminder on your phone put it on repeat inclination yes that's right It's a question that Jesus asked the Samaritan woman to know her inclination. What's your perspective? What's your perspective? Is it becoming more temporal in nature? Is it being shaped by the world? or is it being shaped by god's word and his promises what keeps you going the latest gadgets the new movies that are coming out the world of entertainment that keeps churning out new things of which the eyes never tired of seeing the ears are not tired of listening to what's your enjoyment are you asking yourself that question now the 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 lord told me told me something very interesting every day on this side of eternity is a preparation for the other side of eternity every day 
No, we are, we are like, okay, we are all excited when we, when we talk about the rapture, when you talk about eternity, when we talk about being with Jesus in heaven, when you talk about, uh, or even the millennial reign or any of those things, we get so excited. But do you know that every day on this side of eternity, meaning preceding the days of the Lord's coming, is preparing a Christian, is preparing you and I for what is to come. Do you have that perspective? You're being prepared. In the early days of your Christian life, maybe over all those years you've been a Christian, over the, all the past years you've been a Christian, He sent you the, the early rains, preparing the ground, causing the seed of God's word to sprout and to come forth. And now He's sending the latter rain and preparing you for harvest because the great harvest is coming and you're being prepared to be gathered in. You don't understand it, do you? Do you understand it? You're being prepared. The Lord has sent the early rain. He's sending the latter rain so that you are prepared to be gathered in. You must know this about the early rain and the latter rain. The early rain helps the seed to sprout and to germinate and to bring forth. But the latter rain is what will bring, uh, it prepares for the harvest. The showers before the harvest. So this is preparation. When we say this is the year of rejoicing, you know why it is the year of rejoicing? Because the year of preparation. This is the year of preparation. You're being prepared to meet your maker. You're being prepared to meet your... Being prepared to meet Jesus. Even today. That's why even in the scripture that we just read... Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be made known to all people. Then it says the Lord is? So being prepared. Why? The Lord is near. You're being prepared. The rejoicing that, is, that, God, that God wants, the, the, the spirit of the Lord is instructing us to have is a, is a preparation. It's a preparation. For the rejoicing that will never end. Tell you, we practice rejoicing. Otherwise, in heaven, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find it very tough. Yeah, you'll, be, you'll find it very, very weird and odd, out of place in heaven. You got to practice rejoicing. You got to prepare yourself for heaven's joy. While you're on this earth. Because you're going to go to a place full of joy. In the presence of the one who is full of joy. Always. You better practice that now. Now if you, if you find people in the church struggling to smile, you must take their case. Go after them. Find out why. Pray for that pe person. 
Pray for such people. Connect with such people. People who find it very hard to smile and laugh and rejoice and celebrate and be happy. Take the case. That's what fellowship is about. The contagious joy that is in you. The rivers of living water must flow from within you. Causing everyone around you to be soaked in that. Drenched in that. Now you, you contain so much of joy which can drown an entire nation. Do you know that? You contain so much of joy which can drown nations. Because the desire of nations lives within you. The desire of all nations. The joy of all the earth is within you. That's how much of joy that you contain. You're finding it very hard to smile on a Monday morning. I wonder why. Because the coffee was too sweet. Or too cold. Or like they say, they, I got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. I always get up on the right side. Today I got up on the left side. Contain so much of joy. Contain so much of joy. Unending joy. Unending joy. Everlasting joy. Joy which cannot be expressed by words. Now you find it odd when people like Han and all, they smile always. I've had people call me and uh, you know, compliment her smile. That girl who makes the announcement, who leads worship. She's smiling all the time. I think she's got a revelation about this joy. I hope you do. I hope that is a real smile. Ben would know. It's a joy. Your homes must be known for Joy. Your church must be known for joy. Resolve. Make it a resolve this morning. That wherever you go, it must be a place of joy. Where you are, that must be known as a place of joy. Because a joy giver is in you. The reason for joy is in you. We sang that song. I don't know how many of you remember the songs that we sang this morning. I got... Reason to rejoice. What's the last line? Na, 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 reason to rejoice. He gives me that my feet are dancing. You fill my heart with cheer. Joy song. He gives me reason to rejoice. Jesus gives you reason to rejoice. That's right. If you're not joyful, it's because you're not celebrating Jesus. I'll make it simpler than that. Because you're not worshipping Jesus. Because you're not looking at Jesus. And if, you don't, if you're finding it hard to smile, that's because you're not looking at Jesus enough. Simple. If you have a problem with depression, 
It's because you're not looking at Jesus enough. Those who look to him will become radiant. Their faces will not be covered with shame. Right? Joy is your portion in life. It's your portion in life. It's your birthright in Christ Jesus. It's your birthright in Christ Jesus. And I don't want anybody to say I'm wired this way. I've had people say that to me. I can't smile. I'm not used to smiling. I'm not used to laughing. Why? Because I'm wired this way. This is who I am. I'm sorry. In the kingdom, you come into the kingdom of everlasting joy. That's unscriptural. That's demonic. That's of a different kingdom. Not the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Righteousness, peace and... And one more time. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the... It's the kingdom of God. To some of us, that's a, that's a song that Ron Kenoli sang. No, that's your life. In Christ Jesus, righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's a joy. It's a great joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now in this, if the things of this world are increasingly taking up your time and your space, then it is a cause of concern. If the things of this world are increasingly taking up your time and your space and your attention, it is a cause of concern. In 2020, you must have less, less of the world and more of Jesus. Decide. Less of the world, more of Jesus. Less of uh, social media, more of Jesus. Less binging, more worshipping. Less conversation, lesser conversations about the world. More conversations about Jesus. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And making melody in your heart under the Lord. Your conversation must be songs. You, you, you must converse in songs. You must talk in, in songs, in psalms. Do not normalize indulgence in sin, in the world. Do not normalize it. Now the world is increasingly normalizing. The standards of this world are, uh, you know, are just going down uh, at such a, such a, unbelievably rapid rate. The depravity of this world is increasing by the microsecond or millisecond. Which is smaller? I think millisecond, right? Yeah, Benoit, help me on this. Millisecond, that's right. One is 10 raised 6, one is 10 raised 3. All right. Yeah. It's a millisecond. The, the world standards are going down by the millisecond. 
they're normalizing indulgence of every kind they're normalizing sin of every kind they are normalizing wickedness of every kind perversion of every kind is becoming normal is a new standard of the world that's right it's a civil right today to be perverted it's a civil right to be perverted to walk in darkness it's a civil right today to walk in darkness tell your neighbor no no everything is not okay no say no everything is not okay one more time he he or she didn't get it right one more time no everything is not okay it's not okay practice holiness practice holiness the source of joy restore unto me the joy of your salvation the man was broken because he committed a sin and he cried out to god and said restore unto me he said create in me a clean heart take not your holy spirit from me restore unto me the joy of your salvation in his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures say pleasures say pleasures you want pleasure come to church you want pleasure go to jesus you want pleasure worship jesus i do not want to walk in the passing pleasures of sin you want passing pleasures or staying pleasure you want passing pleasure or staying pleasure major research is going on by the way millions are being spent billions are being spent so that man's pleasure can last longer go to jesus your pleasure will last your pleasure will last that's right you will ring of the water that's right what jesus offered the water that you will drink which will never make you thirst again satisfied once and for all i do not want to walk in the passing pleasures of sin i want to walk in the joy that knows no limit i want to walk in the righteousness of christ and you must decide enough of the highs that take me low Now you're pursuing the highs you know what is happening you're all the highs that you're pursuing outside of christ will take you low it's going down it's going down you must choose to be in that place perpetual high with christ the rock that is higher than you say holy spirit high holy spirit high I pray that over the children may God bless you with a holy spirit high that you will not be attracted by any other high nothing will lose your attention because you are on a high the holy spirit high no chemical can give you that high no experience on this earth can give you that high holy spirit high
Otherwise, you can walk around like how Midhu walked around for a couple of years. A tab in the, a tablet, a, a, you know, a strip of tablets in the purse, a strip of, strip of tablets in the husband's purse, in the car. That's how the world gives you pleasure. You'll have to carry the burden wherever you go. The wages of sin is death. And then finally, they have to decide. Enough is enough. I don't want this anymore. I want that which will stay. The healing that will stay. The delight that will stay. Hallelujah. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, when you declare that this is the year of rejoicing, you know what it is? You're expressing. It's an expression of your will to worship Jesus. When you declare that this is the year of rejoicing, you are expressing your will to worship Jesus more. I want to worship Jesus more. What's the theme for the year? Worshipping Jesus more. That's what it is. Year of great rejoicing. Why? Worshipping Jesus more. Heaven, worship Jesus more. comes with a cost. You have to break the box. The costly perfume must be poured out. Whatever is precious to you, other than Jesus, must be broken, discarded, emptied, and poured out. Because so many new things are being planned and produced to distract you from the person of Jesus. This year the world will add to the clutter. The MNCs of this world will add to the clutter of distraction. Trying to take your attention from Jesus. Let me spoil the suspense. Nothing else can satisfy. Nothing else is worth your attention. Nothing else. Now they might create a big hype and do this and promote it. Millions might be spent on promoting this and that, marketing this and that to get your attention somehow. But this is the, the spoiler. It's not going to satisfy you. It's not going to give you a, a joy that stays. It's not going to give you pleasure. It's not going to give you satisfaction. It's not going to give you peace. That's right. Nothing matters in the light of eternity rather than spending time with Jesus. Let nothing distract you from the person of Jesus. Be wholly given to delighting in the Lord. Engrossed in worship. You know, you must be the kind of person who comes to church and you should say, I wish we spent some more time in worship. When they sing the last song and you know that they're going to end the time of worship, you must be the kind of person that says, I want to worship more. I want to give him more. I want to empty it all. Before Jesus. Be wholly devoted to Jesus. Be engrossed in worshipping Jesus. 
Give him all your attention this, time, this year. Everything that you can give, give. Give to Jesus. Give to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. Say devoted. Say I'm a devotee of Jesus. Be a devotee of Jesus. Many are devoted to Jesus. Verse 5. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. The Amplified on the screen if you can. Verse 5. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance and patience be made, be known to all people. The Lord is near. You must become famous this year for being a gentle spirit. You must become famous for what? What do you want to be famous for? Be famous for being a gentle spirit. That's right. Be known to all people. Let your fame be known to all people that you're a person of gentle spirit. Be known to all people. Not, the, not just the people that you know, but even the people from far and wide must know about you as a person of gentle spirit. Others must testify of a gentle spirit. Now I asked the Lord, what are the traits of the gentle spirit? And that's when I, you know, I was inspired to check out the, the Amplified Bible and I saw these words, graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance and patience. Hallelujah. Let's go word by word. Say graciousness. You're, you being a gentle spirit means you being a person with a full of grace, say graciousness. Your graciousness, graciousness must be known to all people. Are you gracious? What, is, what do you mean by gracious? What do you mean by gracious? Huh? That's right. That's one of the things in, in, in grace to somebody who gives. A generous person. A gracious person is a kind-hearted person. A very pleasant person. Let your kind-heartedness and your pleasing behavior, your, your pleasant uh, disposition, your pleasant mannerisms and your generosity be known to all men. That's right. What we are right now looking at what we are considering right now is the fertile soil for rejoicing. See, this is what they are spending, doing all the research, finding out how can we rejoice, how can we make the people rejoice forever. The Bible is very plain about it. You now you crack this, you can rejoice forevermore. No drug on this earth can give this kind of high. Your graciousness, be a kind person. You want to rejoice forevermore? Be a kind person. Huh? That's right. Even that's right. Even that's to be gracious means to give beyond what the person deserves. We all say we give, but we we we, we like to give what a person deserves. 
But you want to rejoice? You must give more than what the person deserves. Give to others more than what they deserve. Give generously, without reproach. Liberally, say liberally. Like how God gives, liberally. Freely. Without reproach. Give. Be kind. Be kind wherever you go. You go to a restaurant, you give. Bless the waiter. Bless the security guard. Bless your maid and your maid servant. Give extra. Have a vision for extra. I told you last year. Have a vision for extra. Because God's going to bless you with extra. What are you going to do with all the extra? Give. Be generous. Start practicing now. The extra will come in. The extra will come in. It's a word for the, of the Lord this year for you. The extra is coming in. Make room, make space for the extra to not just come in, but to flow. Let the extra come and flow. Continually flow without interruptions, without breaks. Let the extra flow through you. That's what graciousness is about. Being kind. Moved by compassion. When you see a need, you're moved by compassion. You want to bless. You want to get involved. You want to give. You want to pitch in. You want to help. That's what graciousness is about. Upgrade the standard of your giving. Tell your neighbor, upgrade. Tell your neighbor, upgrade the way you give. Upgrade the way you give. Graciousness. The next word, unselfishness. You want to be joyful, be unselfish. Be considerate of others. Think about the good of. That's right, others. Put others first. Give preference. That's right. Do unto others as you want them do unto you. That's being unselfish. That's being unselfish. Oh, he never smiles at me. So I will not also smile at him. Oh, she never helps. So I will not help. That's not Christian behavior. Now you must have the best interest for the other person. Concerning the other person. Have your interest for that person must be for their best, for their good, for their well-being. And encourage others to come up higher in life. Make room for others to come up higher in life. Don't be like that person who wants to fill everything that you, every space that you are, you want to just fill. Not giving room for anybody to make some, some progress, some growth. Give room for others. Give room for others. That's right. It's a source of great joy. Now the greatest joy is to see that you are allowing, helping somebody to come up, to grow. Create opportunities for other people. Create opportunities for other people. Teach, say teach. Only an unselfish person can teach. 
Only an unselfish person can teach the way Jesus taught. Everyone can teach. But you want to teach the way that Jesus taught? You got to be unselfish. Hallelujah. Create opportunities for others to thrive and to prosper. And be that person who will give ideas for other people to thrive, to, for other people to flourish, for other people to prosper. Now you must impact people in the church. You must make an impact. You must teach them how to go up in life. I, was, I learned a lot of things in church. Almost everything that I learned, every good thing that I learned, I learned it from church. Why? Because people who, who groomed me in church were willing to teach. They were willing to create opportunities and give room for progress. Let that culture be evident in the church. Let's all grow together. That's what, so even when Paul taught about spiritual growth, he said, so that all of us can learn. When one person prophesies, let the others judge. Let them take turns in prophesying. Let them take turns in exercising the gift that they have so that we all can, we all can learn. Church is a good place to learn. You want to, play, you want to learn music, come to church. We all learn music in church, by the way. Isn't it right? You can ask all these musicians. They all learn music in church. You want to learn uh, communication skills? Come to church. You want to learn some technical knowledge, production skills? Come to church. You want to learn hospitality? Come to church. You want to learn a thing or two about relationships? Come to church. You want to make friendship? Come to church. Hallelujah. You want to learn about good fashion? Come to church. Come to church. Impact people with the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the knowledge that are in you and be unselfish about it. Amen. So which is the first word in being a gentle spirit? Say graciousness. Then unselfishness. The next one is mercy. Say mercy. We've been considering mercy for a while now. Amen. Say mercy. 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 It means forgiving. Forgiving. You want to see the presence of God move mightily in this place? Be a forgiving person. Do not come to church with grudge. Do not come to church with bitterness. When I say, do not come to I'm not asking you to stay at home. Do something about it. Discard the bitterness. Deal with your unforgiveness. Let Jesus carry the burden. Do not keep record of wrongs suffered. That big book of wrongs suffered. Don't carry it around. Burn it. Yeah, burn those books. Keep it all together. Set it on fire. The fire of God's love consume those books. And every name that you have written down on those books, feel the warmth of God's love. Say unforgiving. Forgiving. Say forgiving. Say merciful. Say merciful.
keep no grudges if you have a, a grudge against somebody especially somebody in the church don't wait till the end of the next year to set it up set it straight keep short accounts with the lord and with others also you know that you've wronged somebody have the guts to go up to go up to that person and say i'm sorry you know that somebody has wronged you have the guts to go up to that person and say nothing but give a give a warm embrace this love forgive this forgive your family your one body that's right your one body your grudge against somebody else in the same body is like a cancer is abnormal is gangrene take the initiative to walk in forgiveness to walk in love to walk in love take no revenge let your mercy be known to all men now some of us want to be known for the revenge that we took you know what i did to that person that person said a lot of bad things against me you know what i did i gave him hundredfold return he defamed me in my town i defamed him in the entire nation that's right this is the impact of the world the if the world is shaping you if the temporal is shaping you if your perspective is temporal this is how you would behave but god wants you to be forgiving not returning evil for evil that's right bless them do not revile don't rejoice you want to be you want to be a happy person forgive let go let go and let god let go and let god let god deal you step out of the scene that's not mine to handle i can't handle it i let go i release i forgive i release i move on huh the battle belongs to the lord that's right my forgiveness amplifies my portion of joy your forgiveness amplifies your joy your forgiveness amplifies your rejoicing your forgiveness amplifies your worship you want to worship freely forgive that's right it's self destructive bitterness is self destructive that's right she loves more because she's forgiven more she had a revelation about forgiveness you better have a revelation about forgiveness you've been forgiven much that's right we love him because he first loved us blessed are the merciful they will receive mercy hallelujah some mercy now do not be known for as a revengeful person be known as a merciful person hallelujah so first word was gentle spirit first word second one third trait the next one is tolerance say tolerance 
be a person of tolerance bear the burdens of others that's what a tolerant person means you bear the burdens of other people you tolerate their burdens make space for change now i'm telling you if a person cannot change in the church that person will not change anywhere else if a person cannot receive forgiveness when he is with you being a believer of christ jesus then where would he find forgiveness and correction and change make room for change huh that's right give room for change be a catalyst for repentance a tolerant person is a will be a catalyst for repentance and you'll bear with the person so much that will cause the person to repent you will pray for people who are you know in all kinds of madness and nonsense you'll pray for them with such passion you're tolerating that's what you're doing you're tolerating all nonsense so that somehow say somehow somehow you can snatch them out of fire give room for growth to be tolerant means a person who does not give up on people do not give up on people it's a tolerance do not give up on people if you can't hand, handle it give it over to god leave it there but don't give up on people hallelujah bear the burdens of others only one thing there is a burden sin is a burden jesus tolerated it us in spite of our sins and he gave space for change he gave room for growth he forgave us hallelujah say the words one more time gentle spirit The last one is patience, forbearance. Forbearance, your forbearance. Do not be a rash person. Be patient. Do not be hasty. Be composed. Be composed. We all like to retaliate. We all like to get into scrap. somebody said something you want to say too be patient while on the road be patient on the street be patient somebody stepped on your toes be patient somebody crossed the line be do not be hasty do not retaliate to be patient means a person who does not retaliate fast your reaction time is very slow you take time you are submitted to the holy spirit you speak the right words 
you weigh your words before you speak you gauge your emotions before you speak gauge your emotions before you speak submit it to the holy spirit and allow the holy spirit to put words in your mouth the actions of your your being must be led by the spirit do not return evil with evil hallelujah do not be hasty do not, do not be rash is up there proverbs 12:16 a fool's anger is known at once but a prudent man conceals dishonor you know when you hold back your anger you're concealing dishonor when you release your anger you're exposing dishonor it's like you're walking naked if you let your anger take do all the talking if you let all if you let your emotions do all the talking and you all know very well you all know what i'm talking about we, we all have experienced it ourselves i have lots of times i want to talk more than what the others have spoken i want to prove a point i want to win the argument so what will i do i'll keep talking in the process i expose my dishonor a fool's anger as the bible talks about be angry but do not sin yes you can be angry but do not sin hold your anger holy anger say holy anger let's read that scripture one more time let your gentle spirit your graciousness unselfishness mercy tolerance and patience be known to all people why why must it be known to all people why that's right that's why the lord is near your gentle spirit is a pointer to the return of christ your gentle spirit is a pointer to the return of christ your graciousness your mercy your forbearance your patience is a is a pointer to the return of christ your unselfishness your tolerance is a pointer to the return of christ be gracious why because the lord is near be unselfish why the lord is near be merciful why the lord is near say together be tolerant why be patient one more time be gracious be unselfish be merciful be tolerant be patient you want to practice these things just say the lord is near you want to be generous more ah yes i can the lord is near give more why because the lord is near forgive more why because the lord is near you want to be patient why because the lord is near i can be patient i can bear it now allow the holy spirit to chisel out the rough edges of your personality because the lord is near you're being prepared the latter rain the latter rain the season of latter rain you're being drenched in that latter rain you're being prepared for the harvest the refugees are being smoothened being transformed into more of his likeness 
be devoted say be devoted tell your neighbor call your neighbor and say be devoted tell your neighbor worship jesus more one more time say tell your neighbor one more time worship jesus more no 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 he didn't get it she didn't get it one more time say worship jesus more say behold jesus more say look closely at jesus look closely at him hallelujah let's give thanks thank you jesus thank you lord even as we heard the call to delight in you to take pleasure in you to find our enjoyment in you we want to change the way we have lived now there are changes that we have to make there are decisions to make and today is the day of new beginnings day of new beginnings changes being established and empowered by the holy spirit we will not be party with those who normalize indulgence and sin and wickedness we'll raise up a standard we'll walk in holiness and righteousness thank you lord for where you're taking us and what you're doing in our lives you've called us to a, a a life of rejoicing christian life is a life of great joy it's an existence of great joy is a pleasurable experience is a pleasurable life full of the pleasures of heaven full of the joy fullness of joy that's what you want us to experience lord in this life in this world of pain and agony and sorrow and corruption you've called us you've redeemed us that we may experience joy great joy our contentment our enjoyment our satisfaction our delight will be in you help us we pray help us we pray to be real worshipers those who worship beyond the sunday even through the rest of the week we want to be such people lord a lifestyle of worship always giving honor and bringing glory to your name speaking always in in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with our mouth honoring you and with our hearts honoring you with our deeds glorifying you May every bit of our existence bring glory to you the name to your name lord every bit of our existence every second of our existence may it bring glory to your name holy spirit help us help us we pray help us we pray help us we pray help us we pray we people of the spirit we want to be people of the spirit who walk in the spirit led by the spirit the fullness of the spirit pursuing the fullness of the spirit the lord is telling 
if you pursue the the fullness of the spirit this year your days are going to be incredible exceptional what lies ahead of you no i have seen no you have heard no has entered the heart of man pursue the spirit pursue the presence of the holy ghost pursue the fullness the filling of the holy spirit stay there stay in that place cherish it regard it value it more than anything else be known for those things be known for the the fruits of the, the fruit of the spirit be known for gentleness unselfishness tolerance mercy hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah worship you we love you come every single person lord into your hands every every person who who heard this word pray lord that the lives will be changed will you transform them lord this year will be incredible because of the word that you spoke over us lord and how we respond to it help us to respond right help us to walk in forgiveness lord is reminding that again to walk in forgiveness and love to walk in forgiveness and love be quick to forgive hold no grudges somebody here is finding it difficult struggling with this area of forgiveness the lord wants to give that grace to forgive the grace to forgive to let go of grudges the blood of christ want to wash you clean every wound that is inflicted upon you upon your mind upon your body your emotions the blood of christ wants to cleanse it cleansing healing forgive 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 that person let go let go let go no 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 don't take revenge says the lord do not do not plan revenge do not plan for revenge vengeance is mine vengeance is mine not yours to take forgive release let go let go let go your unforgiveness is like a handle to the devil like a handle for the devil to to hold on to your life let go let go let go discard that unforgiveness that area of unforgiveness discard it discard it the love of god take over let the love of god take over he is reminding you right now of how he has forgiven you on the cross the blood was shed for your forgiveness for your cleansing that you can walk in joy as the sons of god thank you lord thank you jesus i just i'm just pressed in my heart to pray for you who that is i don't know whether it's one person more than one person i don't know but the lord wants to do something in your life and he wants you to lay down lay down just forgive all i'm hearing is forgive let go let go let go let go lay it down 
laid down. You have tried forgiving, but you could not. You haven't. The Holy Spirit is saying, today I will help you. I will enable you to forgive like how I forgave. The balm of heaven is upon you. Upon your wounds. Upon those scars. Healing upon those things. The emotional wounds. Too, too, too deep to describe. What has been inflicted upon your heart. But the Lord is here to heal, to restore, to restore. If you let go today onwards, your life will change. Today onwards, today is a day of breakthrough. Let go, today is a day of breakthrough for you. You, you, will, see, you will see your health, you, you will see your health improving, you will see your health being restored, your finances being restored. Opportunities being created, doors being opened. I see specifically doors being opened. Today, if you let go of that grudge, let go. Opportunities being created for you. Doors being opened for you. Honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Grace, grace. Enable your children to forgive. To forgive. To forgive. Look to Jesus. Don't look elsewhere. Don't look elsewhere. Don't look elsewhere. Look to Jesus. Behold him. Behold him. Behold him. Thank you, Pa. Thank you. Walk in love. Walk in love. Walk in love. Walk in love. The healing process is, is right now. I sense it in my spirit. I'm not, I'm not able to close the service because the Lord is doing something very specific, very special today. I'm just waiting for that leading. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Year of rejoicing. Year of rejoicing. Enter into my rest. Enter into my joy. Enter into my joy. Yes. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. May your, may your name be glorified in our lives. Bless your people with a great week as they walk with you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let your word manifest in their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilakoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.